All Mixed Up. I'm your host, Chris. I'm here to discuss a wide variety of topics that impact our lives or society at large. So get ready to listen in. So this last June 19th was the first time that we got to celebrate Juneteenth as a national holiday, which is pretty exciting. So why celebrate that instead of July 4th or with July 4th? Well, they're two very different things. Uh, the 4th of July was actually... Uh, started in 1776 and it was when we declared independence from British rule via the Declaration of Independence. Now this was basically just stating that we were a country free and of ourselves. It didn't give anybody any individual rights on top of that. So in January of uh, 1863, uh, Abraham Lincoln enacted the Emancipation Proclamation. And what that did was it free, freed those that are enslaved, but it only specifically stated those that were enslaved within the rebellion, which are the Confederate states. So the Emancipation Proclamation didn't exactly cover all enslavement. Let's see, December 6th of 1865 is when the 13th Amendment happened. Uh, and June 19th, 19, or 1865, is Juneteenth, but the reason being so is that was the first time some people that were still enslaved were finally reached and freed from enslavement. So that was like the last group of enslaved people in the United States was in Texas. So that's what Juneteenth stands for. Juneteenth is almost like the emancipation and freedom for everyone. And it should be celebrated as a day of diversity. Uh, if you're somebody who is interested in diversity, um, a lot of people confuse diversity with uh, just race, but it's not. It's about everybody uh, as an individual, all the things that make us different from one another. So when I worked at the college, I used to actually do a lot of diversity training and I loved it. This great, um, tra this great like icebreaker that I used to do. Um, and it was called Cross the Line. And it's basically, it was an activity to get people to recognize all the things that they have in common with people, as well as all the things that they have uh, that are different from other people. And it's a really beautiful act. Now, if you've done it, you know. So I want to give you like a little bit of insight onto what this activity is and does. It's so beautiful. Um, first of all, you get your group of people to stand in a line together and quietly and nobody's supposed to like make fun of one another. None of that is supposed to happen. So with this, me as a facilitator ask questions and the questions are anything from are you female? Are you male? And if you're female, you step forward and then you step back after the question's answered because the next question is going to be another you know, in or out question. You either step in or you step out of the line. So you find out, you know, people's sex, uh, like questions like, were you ever discouraged from academic paths because of your race, gender, religion, sex orientation, or socioeconomic uh, status? And these things happen. Um, do you believe you were paid less because of those things? Are you the oldest person, oldest child? Are your parents divorced? Are your parents single? 
single? Are you um, born outside of the U.S.? Are you the first in your generate in, in your in your family uh, to go to college? Are you that first generation? Um, so all of these questions are very valid, but they're also the same questions that prevent people from associating with one another, and it's silly. There was always one question that in particular got a rise out of everyone, and it, it was shocking to me the first time I heard the question as well. So the question was, were you able to go into a store to buy band-aids or bandages and have them match the color of your skin? Now, when I used to do the diversity training, it was before the introduction of multicolored band-aids. And no one had really thought about that. Nobody had sat there and gone, oh my gosh, this band-aid doesn't match my skin because as a person of color, you're just so used to that being a regular thing. Like that's just how it was. It's just the band-aid company, when they originally made the bandages, they made it to match what they figured were the majority of the people. It wasn't necessarily so, but they never changed that model. They never started looking at the diversity of all of their buyers. So thinking of these kind of things, I saw the most interesting tweet by a pro-choice McGonagall. And she automatically, they're a mixed race couple, they were buying bandages and she automatically grabbed the white bandages and he pointed towards the new band-aids, which are for people of color. They're, they're colored band-aids now, which is incredible. And it's she realized how funny it is that she is so used to the white band-aids being normalized that she didn't think about buying them because she didn't want her husband to have to wear a different colored band-aid. How funny is that? And and it's just that thought that that people of color have worn off-colored band-aids our entire being for the most part up until now and that we are so used to bowing down to what the status quo is even though the status quo does not necessarily match the population so i just found that absolutely fascinating so i shared it um my TikTok, um because i shared that and somebody said what does a band-aid have to do with racism and it's not that it has necessarily to do with racism it's more about diversity something to think about like these are little little things that um, people of color, um, transgendered, LGBTQ, have had to twist themselves in ways to work in our world. Um, basically accepting sometimes things that are unacceptable. Band-Aid is not the original person to do the new um, different flesh-toned Band-Aids. Actually, the late 90s, um, a gentleman by the name of Michael Paniotis actually created the Ebonade. Um, and it was the Band-Aid exclusively for people of color. Um, but unfortunately, that company ended up folding by 2001. In 2018, uh, the Mahdi's actually uh, started 
Brownages, and those are exclusive um, band-aids for people of color, and those are um, available for purchase now. So I hope you put this podcast, I've given you something to think about between July 4th, Juneteenth, and diversity, and the importance of being recognized in society as somebody important, no matter what your color, culture, sex, gender is. I hope you guys have a great night.